0: Oh yeah, baby. What's going on out there, everybody? Welcome to the latest edition installment of the Man Cave Huddle. I'm your host, Greg, where today we're going to talk about Week 8 College Football Must Watch Games of the Week. But first off, I want to ask everybody a question that's within the listening range of my voice. Is it me or is it still, for New York, a little bit warmer than usual? I mean, the weather right now, we're talking like 68. And it's already about to be Halloween. I don't know, but to me, it feels like this is that, like, get sick weather. Where you get used to it, and we all got our fleeces and, and our sweatshirts. And then one day, you go out with your t-shirt and shorts on. It's 32 degrees, and bam, you sick. Anyway, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Can't complain, you know. But let's get on with the action. So, like I said, uh, we're going to go with the college football must games of the week. Uh, for college, week eight. Now, like I always say, if you're bored, you got some time, a couple hours in front of the TV, you know there's a whole bunch of games on But which games you want to watch. Let me navigate you through that. First game for me is at uh, 3.30 p.m. on Fox. It's going to be 17th ranked Iowa State Cyclones who come in 3-1. They will be playing the 6th ranked Oklahoma State Cowboys who are undefeated at 3-0. This game is going to take place in Stillwater, Oklahoma at Boone Pickens Stadium. Now, as far as Iowa State, a couple guys that I think might catch your eye in this matchup. One of them is going to be number three defensive fan. He's a senior, Jaquan Bailey. Now, what makes Jaquan special is that he's a Bronco Nagurski watch list player, meaning that you are one of the players that could be in consideration for best defensive player of the year. So, in his season thus far, which has been four games, he's had six tackle for loss, one forced fumble, and three and a, half, and a half sacks. Now, this guy, he's a sack artist. He has For his career, he has 22 sacks, which is the lead, number one, he's the top dog at Iowa State. So, man, number three, Jaquan Bailey, that guy looks like if he can wreak some havoc on that Oklahoma State offense, he could really get busy. Another guy I want you to pay attention to is their running back, number 28. He's a sophomore, Brees Hall. In this brief season so far, four uh, games he's played, he's rushed for 531 yards, averaging 5.7 yards of rip with eight rushing touchdowns. Now, those numbers, well, I should say those numbers, but the rush yards, they lead the Big 12, and he's second in the country nationally with 132 yards rushing per game, and his eight rush TDs, that's second nationally also, so pretty much the the quarterback that Ohio, I, I said Ohio, I mean, hey, Big Ten is back, so they, they, they on my mind. Iowa State, their quarterback is good, but I feel that he's good because it's Brees Hall that puts them in on-schedule situations. He's the guy that can, I don't want to say bludgeon the defense, but he helps keep the offense steady so that they can pick apart the defense. But, I mean, with this guy and this offense... They're literally, in the last 13 of 17 games, this Iowa State offense has amassed 400 yards of total offense. That's a lot. And that's pretty consistent. Because, you know, 400 yards, okay. But to sit there and say you've done it in your past 13 of 17 games, for Iowa State, that's really, really good. So they really know what they're doing. So if Brees Hall could get busy, we, 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 we might have a little interesting situation. But on the other side, Oklahoma State, they lead this series. 32 wins, 19 losses, 3 ties. Now, I could sit there and tell you all this and that. Well, Oklahoma State, watch the D. Because when it comes to this game, it's going to be about the Iowa State offense and what they could do against this Oklahoma State D. Let me just run you down some some national rankings for this Oklahoma State D. They're number one in the country on third down conversion. Number two, scoring defense. Number four ranked in sacks. Sixth in total defense. Ten with rush TDs. The scoring defense, eh, nine points per game. They're not even, they're basically saying you're getting three field goals. Sacks, they're getting four a game. Total defense is 274 yards per game. Why is that important? Them, them Iowa State boys, they're trying to rip out 400 a clip. Oh, yeah, and that Rush D, that's the 10th in the country, they only allowing 93.7. Now, my man, uh, B. Brees here, he's putting up 132 yards. And when you look at this defense, it's two guys that are the linchpins. Um, one of them is a redshirt senior linebacker, number one. His name is Calvin Bundeg. He has three and a half sacks. But then this other guy, that's really, um, I don't want to butcher his name here, okay? So, um, let me see. All right, I'm going to say it. I have the pronouncer here, so I'm going to say it slowly. Number seven, redshirt senior, just like Calvin. He's a linebacker, just like Calvin. His name is Ayman Megu. Obong Bay Magu. Obong Bay Magu. It's like you got to say it three times, but that's his name. Um, he has 22 tackles and one and a half sacks. Um, you know, they, they got their they veteran-led defense, top to bottom, all three levels. They got guys that really get it done. And as a unit, not just specific guys that make plays. When you are ranked, let me see, one, two, three, four, five. When you when your defense as a whole is ranked in the top Let me see, 10 in five different categories. It's not one or two, guys. It's the whole entire unit. And Oklahoma State is picked to win by three. I like what Iowa State is bringing to this game with the offense. But for me, for this to be a home game, and can that Iowa State offense travel? I don't think so. I think this defense is going to show up and blow up. I'm going with Oklahoma State in this one. Now, my next must-watch game for you will be the number 18th-ranked Michigan Wolverines going up against the 21st-ranked Minnesota Golden Gophers. One thing that I didn't mention is that the Big Ten is back. We finally are going to have some Big Ten football. So we're going to have the Ohio States, the Wisconsins, the Nebraskas, the the Wolverines. We're going to have the Minnesotas. We're going to have a lot of real hard-nosed, real hard-playing teams in Michigan State's, But I mean, uh, this this game is going to take place at 7.30 p.m. on ABC. It's going to be in Minneapolis, Minnesota at the TCF Bank Stadium. Now, this is the first game for both teams. That's why I didn't give you any rankings. I mean, not rankings. I didn't give you their team records. Michigan leads this series 75 wins, 25 losses with three ties. Now, when you look at Michigan and the brand, Harbaugh being the head coach and who they are, you know that A, they like to run the ball and B, they going to come with that D for real. I mean, when you look at this D overall in the last four years, the total defense is In 2016, they were number one. 2017, they were number three. 2018, they were number two. And last year, they were 11th. So, yeah, you could sit there and say that's a big drop-off, but still, to be 11th is pretty damn good. So, you know that although this defense, they're only returning five starters, Harbaugh's going to have them ready, coached up, and they're going to be ready to ball out. Now, my thing is on offense. They're only returning five starters and one of those position players. I should say position players. On the offensive line, it's going to be only one guy returning. For a team that likes to run the ball, this is going to be their first game of the season. You only have one returning starter on that offensive line. On the road against Minnesota, it's going to be tough, man. It's going to be tough. Because you can sit there and say, who's Minnesota? Well... I'll tell you who Minnesota is other than being the 21st-ranked team and they being the Golden Gophers. They ended last season ranked number 10, their best final ranking since 1961. couple dudes that could really make some noise tomorrow. Number two quarterback, redshirt junior, Tanner Morgan. As a starter at Minnesota, he is 15-4. and four. Now, last season, he went for 3,253 passing yards, 30 touchdowns, 66% completion percentage. All of what I just said are single-season Minnesota records. So this dude is just like a walking record book for Minnesota. He can legit throw that rock, man. He can legit throw that rock. Now, last year, they had 2,000-yard receivers, but one of them is coming back, one of them being number zero wide receiver. He's a junior. Rashad Bateman who had 60 receptions last year for 1,219 yards and 11 touchdowns. Now look, Michigan, that defense is only returning five starters. This Minnesota offense, they got two of the guys that could really create some havoc and issues. This is going to be a game where the Michigan Wolverines were picked to win this game by three. It being... At night in Minnesota, I'm going with the Gophers to upset Michigan in this game and begin their season going one and up. Because last year, Minnesota, they were trending up and they were a very good team last year. Yeah, they lost a couple towards the end, but they were that team where they had Penn State on the ropes there for a second. But so I'm going with Minnesota to upset Michigan tomorrow. I think this should be a really good game. I think it's going to be rough, real, real rough in the beginning, like early on. Because, you know, usually in the first game, it takes you maybe like a quarter or a couple drives to really get that adrenaline flowing, get that rhythm going. So I think if Minnesota could get on Michigan early, you know, with all these these guys' first-time starters on that defense, you could get on them early and make Michigan have to chase instead of, getting locked in and zeroed in on what you're doing on offense. I think Minnesota can do that, and I believe it may be a field goal that they wind up winning by, but I'm, gonna, I'm going with Minnesota in this one. Now, there's some other cool games that are taking place. You know, um, you got Ohio Oklahoma at TCU. Can Oklahoma win at TCU at 2-2? and two, This is a big game for them. You know, if they want to have anything to say about the Big 12, they got to start winning some games. Now, as I said before, the Big Ten is back. You have Nebraska at number five ranked Ohio State. At the beginning of this season, a lot of people previewed and feel that the national championship game will be Clemson and Ohio State. Justin Fields is right behind Trevor Lawrence as one of the top quarterbacks in the country. He's the second is what people are saying. So Ohio State, I expect them tomorrow to show up, blow up and make a statement. I expect them to say, "We here and we are what you we are what you thought we were." And we're not going to let them off the hook. You know who that comes from. Um another cool game I want you to pay attention to if you feel like it. Number 23 NC State, they're going up against 14th ranked North Carolina. For me, this is all about is North Carolina for real. Last week they had their real true test on the road, Florida State. they made it very close, but it was 31 seven and a half and it wound up getting to be a one possession game in the end. but you know after losing the way that they did, are they gonna come back now against a good SC state team and can they restore confidence in people and make them feel like okay, last week was just a, a game, but no this is who we are and speaking of Florida State, Florida State, they're going up against Louisville tomorrow at Louisville. I mean, although both teams don't have winning records, this is going to be a very competitive game because Louisville has a real good, sneaky good defense where FSU with the change at quarterback, they're very explosive. They put up 31 last week in the first half. I guess Notre Dame, they put up 17 in the first quarter. So the quarterback change has definitely reinfused that offense. Now what could they do against that Louisville defense? I think it's going to be very competitive and a good game. So those are my uh, must-watch games of the weekend for you guys. So like I do with every episode, I want to end this with a positive quote. My positive quote for this episode is, If you are insecure, guess what? The rest of the world is too. Do not overestimate the competition and underestimate yourself. You are better than you think. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye, everybody.